win with God's wisdom. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into His Word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given and you'll find power for Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God, all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given And you'll find power for living My friend, today I want to speak on the subject of inspirational Christians exhibit the wisdom of God. But first, let me just give a quick reminder to our friends in Colville, Washington, those that listen to KCVL. I'll be at uh, Grace Evangelical Free Church today at 10.30 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. So if you have your regular church home, uh, but you don't have a place to go on Sunday evening, how about joining us uh, today? I look forward to seeing you at 6 o'clock. I'm going to be speaking uh, this evening on the subject grace in the midst of Gethsemane, and I believe it'll be an encouragement to anybody out there that might be hurting, discouraged, and just need a little building up in your walk with the Lord. So hope to see you uh, today at 6 p.m. Now, inspirational Christians exhibit the wisdom of God. Last week we saw how inspirational Christians embrace the Word of God. We talked about the idea of being a thermostat instead of a thermometer. You know, a thermometer tells the temperature, but a thermostat sets the temperature. Be the kind of positive person that sets the temperature uh, and be that inspirational person. And some of the characteristics of inspirational Christians is, first of all, they embrace the Word of God. But I believe we'll also see today, they exhibit the wisdom of God. Let me read this couple of verses again that we looked at last week. Colossians 3, 16 and 17. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The wisdom of God in all wisdom. Wisdom basically is If you boil it all down, it's the correct application of knowledge. And the idea is that we apply the scriptures to a specific situation. So you encourage those that need encouraging. You might comfort those that are hurting. Gives guidance in life and areas of our life, home, workforce, uh, whatever life stage we're in. Uh, It points us to salvation, to our faith in Christ. And it gives us the steps of growth. And, And again, he says, let it dwell in you richly, God's word, and in all wisdom. So we apply the word of God, not in what it, we want it to say, but we apply what it actually says to various uh, specific aspects of our life. One good way to embrace the wisdom of God, quite frankly, is read the book of Proverbs. That is wisdom 
uh, 101, I guess, would be a good way to put it. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. Pick a month with 31 days. Read a chapter a day. It'll bless your life. The New Testament, the book of James, same thing. All about applying the wisdom of God. So inspirational Christians embrace the word of God. We have that welcome mat of our heart out for the word. And then we also exhibit the wisdom of God. We don't walk around proud and strutting around so forth. But in humility, we live for Christ. We apply his word. And people recognize, hey, that works. And we learn the right use of knowledge. Another aspect of characteristics of inspirational Christians is they encourage the family of God. You know, he says in teaching, that's applying the word, admonishing, that's encouraging, challenging, inspiring, motivating. I like to say it's a positive approach to biblical Christianity. You know, and in that process, my friend, uh, God will use you to, to be an encouragement to others. You know, to encourage is E-N-N, is to inspire someone with courage, to put courage in someone. And listen, it's tough out there these days. Uh, parents face a lot of challenges. Uh, people are uh, facing basic challenges that perhaps generations before uh, didn't face to quite the magnitude that things are going on today and everybody needs a little pat on the back and need to be know, sort of encouraged in knowing that hey you're gonna make it that God's still on the throne let's don't sweat the small stuff you know keep on keeping on and keep the main thing the main thing and just sort of keep chipping away and you will get your breakthrough God will bless your life but again let the word of Christ dwell in us richly and then encourage one another, encourage the team. You know, Christianity is team sport. It's not an individual sport. Yes, we come to Christ one at a time, but then we're part of the greater family of God, if you will, the body of Christ, believers in Jesus Christ. You know, our paradise is not to be some island out there. We are to be a part of a team. And so I would so encourage you, be that kind of person that encourages the other teammates, your believers in Christ, to keep on keeping on. Then inspirational Christians express the grace of God. Oh, look at that. It says, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. You know, there's joy there. And I would really encourage you to be that kind of person that has grace in our hearts. You know, mercy is God not giving us what we do deserve. Grace is God giving us what we don't deserve. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. The gift in that passage is salvation. And God gives us forgiveness of sins, a home in heaven, and a better way of living on this earth when we place our faith in Christ as our personal Lord and Savior and then allow his word to be the guidebook for our lives, to set the direction for us, to give us the wisdom that we need to navigate through some uncharted waters. And sometimes the winds of uh, challenge are blowing very, very strong in opposition. But if you have your faith in Christ, you can navigate the high seas, if you will, and get through the storms of life by keeping your faith anchored to the rock 
that does not roll. And so there's joy. Keep your joy, my friend. Be the kind of person that has a smile on your face, a song in your heart, a spring in your step. That doesn't mean that you'll never have a hardship. Happiness is based upon what is happening around us and so forth. Joy is based upon what is going on inside of us. And we can have the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And here in this text, it talks about singing with grace and making melody in our hearts, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. You know, the idea is to have the Word of God take root in our life and then express it with a positive faith and a life of praise. And here is the idea of being filled with the Spirit or being controlled by the Spirit, letting the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. In a parallel passage, Ephesians 5.18 speaks of the same thing. He calls it being filled with the Spirit. So one passage says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Another passage with the same context talks about being filled with the Spirit. The idea is not uh, putting more gas in the car, but it's putting a new driver at the wheel. And when you trust Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit of God comes to live inside you And it makes the Word of God come alive to you, and He gives you guidance and direction in your life. And a book that at one point in time might not have meant a lot to you, when you begin to read it and listen to it preach and so forth, it starts taking root and giving you sort of a sense of of, uh, strength and stability in life. I'll be honest with you, friend. One of the first characteristics in my life when I trusted Christ as Lord and Savior and really surrendered my life to Him, was a love for the Word of God. Quite frankly, you know, I grew up going to church and so forth and and had a solid upbringing. But, you know, I was known to sleep in the balcony from time to time and, and so forth, especially during my teenage years, sit in the back and sort of do my own thing. But when I trusted Christ as Lord and Savior, I'll tell you, the first change that took place in my life was a hunger for the Word of God. And I went from sitting in the back to sitting up front, Bible open, and a notebook there, taking notes. And I can tell you, it really, the Word of God came alive to me. And that's probably one of the best evidences that we've trusted Christ as Lord and Savior. And as a result, we experienced the grace of God, that free gift called eternal life, and then also guidance to experience what Jesus called the abundant life. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Christ came that we would have life and have it more abundant. That's a life of meaning, fulfillment, and satisfaction. And as a result, God gives us joy in our hearts and grace in our hearts and a melody in our hearts. And that heart is the idea of that innermost being. And we learn to worship Christ in spirit and in truth. And then inspirational Christians exalt the Son of God. Yes, an inspirational believer is going to embrace the Word of God. That's going to be the new guidebook for their life. They will certainly exhibit the wisdom of God as you learn to live for Christ. As you've received Christ Jesus your Lord, the Scripture says, so walk in Him. And you learn to, by faith, trust in Him. Uh, for each and every decision, and God gives us wisdom all along the way 
from his word. That causes us to be an encouragement to the family of God, to kind of cheer others on. We're not going through this thing alone. We're on that that team called the church, and we get together and we uh, cheer each other on and build each other up and give that shoulder to lean on from time to time. We express the grace of God. We don't go around judging others. We don't go around condemning others. We don't go around... uh, pouring cold water on people and so forth. No, we go and we encourage, we inspire. We fan the flame of that spark of excitement and energy and enthusiasm in someone's life for their faith in Christ. And then ultimately, we exalt the Son of God. You know, he says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father. You know, We put our life in the Lord's hands. We commit our life to the Lord. And then as things come along our way, we learn to have a thankful spirit. And even the difficult times, we thank the Lord that he uses us in his service for his glory. Again, I mentioned that I'll be at Grace Evangelical Free Church today, 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m., 851 South Minor Street, Colville, Washington, would love to see you. But again, this evening, I'll be speaking on grace in the midst of Gethsemane. And I can tell you right now, my friend, it was very, very painful to lose our son. And we certainly aren't thankful that we lost our son, but we are thankful that God has allowed us to minister to others and use our pain as a platform to build a bridge to others that are in pain. And we have seen countless people come to know Christ as Lord and Savior. And I've also preached many, many funerals uh, in the last 11 and a half years where God gave me wisdom and insight to help others. And then the book, Hope for the Heavy Heart, was born out of that pain. And so my friend, an inspirational Christian, doesn't mean that everything will always be a bowl of cherries in their life. It doesn't mean that everything will be a big bed of roses, but it does mean we embrace the Word of God. We certainly exalt the Son of God. We exhibit the wisdom of God. We encourage the family of God. And we express the grace of God for the glory of God. My friend, you live that life, and God will bless you in the process. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen.